Hi there, you are listening to Connecting the Dots with me, Cassie Hubert. This is the podcast where I chat about the nature of being an artist and a performer and a mother and how I've discovered so much of those two aspects of my life have so much crossover. And I think for you as well as a a woman and an artist, how much you can learn to connect those dots between the various areas of your life that are deeply important to you. I will explore aspects of mothering and performing and the way that we can use the skills we've got from both. And so today's episode is called New Thought, New Direction. Now, one of the things that I find immensely helpful when working on a piece of text is to put it on its feet. And one of the things my voice teacher said years ago was, if you get the work in your body then it will be there for you when you stand up and speak. So if you do all the voice work, you lie on the floor, you hum, and you practice your lines in toning them or stretching in odd positions or singing them or sobbing out the vowel sounds, which is an immensely helpful process for getting on the emotional journey of the piece of text, then when you come to stand up and speak and rehearse it, most of it will already be there in your muscle memory and so you're not having to try and remember it in a cerebral fashion. She didn't say it quite like that, but that was what she was saying. And it's absolutely true. It's something I've discovered to be so useful. You know, the whole thing that many people say to actresses, how do you learn all those lines? The truth is you have to know exactly why you're saying what you're saying, how your character feels during those moments that they're saying them, and how you connect all of that with what your fellow actor is giving you. And so anything you can do to make that process easier and more reflexive when you're in rehearsals is such a gift and vital. Now, one of the things I've also found immensely helpful was an exercise we used to do, and I still use it anytime I'm working on text, is new thought, change direction. This can be simply as it sounds. You are working through your piece of text and, you know, you mark it up, which is just when you literally put marks on your page and you're looking at where the thought changes, where the process of what your character's saying has gone from one direction to a slightly different direction to where it goes next and you know we do this in life you may not have noticed or you may have done how often if you're me for certain (laughs) I have long processing thoughts and within them they have lots of sub clauses but sometimes you can be halfway through a conversation where you're talking about pizza for dinner I do like pizza and halfway through suddenly you remember oh gosh I need to put the washing on oh did you do that and and suddenly the thought changes and then you're back to but sorry do we want pizza tonight oh, we haven't had that for a while, we've got that to eat up, etc. And, you know, whatever it is that you're working on in life or on a piece of text, it can be incredibly mundane. But the way our thoughts go is they jump from one thing to another thing to another thing and sometimes back to the first thing. And when you are going to perform this, it can be really difficult to not make those all run into one. And so physicalizing the change of direction when you see the change of thought coming can be immensely useful for reminding your body that there has been a change. Now, we are body, soul and spirit. And so as human beings, our mind and our will and our emotions and all of the parts of us that are on the internal side of us, they are deeply affected by what goes on in our body and vice versa. And if you are struggling to get your head around something, sometimes changing your body or your body language can shift what's going on in your head or your heart. For example, The classic, if you're feeling anxious to breathe into a paper bag, it's less about the paper bag and more about something that helps you focus on your breathing. It then can calm your thoughts down and enable you to 
just balance where you are and focus again and feel like you've dropped your heart rate, you've given yourself more pause and then your brain and the, the busyness and your head quiets down. And in the same way, sometimes when you are physically feeling stressed out or tense or whatever, actually considering the thought processes that you've got going on in your head and looking at them from a more intellectual perspective can be the thing that then calms your body down. So it's like they work together, inside out, outside in. I know I've done a pod on this before. But also there's something about recognising that when you physically change direction, you enable your brain to switch with you. Now, this has loads of uses. For example, my daughter has been having some bad dreams lately. And one of the things I remember as a kid was how if you've woken up from a nightmare in the middle of the night and you are really scared, but you're maybe not wanting to get up out of bed and go do something else or you don't feel you can or whatever, sometimes letting those thoughts kind of make their way out, reminding yourself that you're awake. But you know when you're afraid to go back to sleep in case you head straight back into the dream again? Physically rolling over to the other side it would be something that would help your brain go, okay, and then with any luck, you go to sleep and you don't dream the same thing you've just left. Now, I've always found this helpful and I mentioned it to my eldest and she told me this morning that actually she'd had a bit of a bad dream. She'd woken up and she tried that and it had really helped. There's something about utilising what goes on in our bodies to help affect our heads and how we're thinking about things. But equally, when we've got to deal with a knotty problem about where do we go next... Sometimes putting that on its feet can help us process. For example, maybe you've got a big decision coming up. Maybe you've got a piece of work to get done or maybe you're just really wrestling with something with the nature of mothering your kids and there's some tension between you and one of your children and you're not seeing eye to eye. Physically changing direction can help. If you're having an argument and you're in the middle of that argument and you need to stop because it's getting out of control, not necessarily in crazy town land, like you're not hitting each other or anything, but it's like it's getting out of hand and you're not making any headway. Physically stopping, changing direction, walking to the other side of the room, and then maybe starting afresh can really help. Equally, when we are feeling like we're not sure where we're going forward, having the mental capacity to change direction change maybe the whole way we approach something it can be helped by changing it in your body but even if you don't go as far as changing it in your body there is something about recognizing that a new thought means a direction change so if you're thinking you're going to go down the route of say going back to work after maternity leave and you're processing this out and this is how it's going to go and then suddenly there's a spanner in the works or for some reason you suddenly start to feel that maybe you actually don't want to go back for example and you're thinking oh um, but what about all the other stuff and, and all the thoughts that mean, well, how do we do the money and everything else? Recognising that a new thought means a full direction change in the way all those thoughts played out can be immensely helpful in approaching a new direction in your life. I think often when somebody challenges us, we feel like we're derailed. And part of that is because it's a bit like we've been plowing full steam ahead and suddenly someone says something and it feels like it's taking us in an entirely different direction. There's an actor phrase called turning on a sixpence. And the idea is that the most alive, um, best acting happens when you're, you know where you're headed because the play is taking you where it's taking you. But you are paying attention enough that if somebody sends you a line that says it in a different way and it, it needs to be responded to, you're able to go with it. Now, I find in my day-to-day life, I can get quite stressed out by feeling like plans have gone awry and I need to practice employing that whole, okay, we can just change direction 
And if we go in the new direction and it doesn't work, we can change direction again. It's something that has served me really well to remember because there's so many times when we can feel like we're trapped in one path. And yet there's always a chance to change direction. The way our thoughts jump around is a great indicator of this in the way that one minute we're thinking about shopping, the next minute we're thinking about did we cut our kids' toenails to the next moment of, oh, I've got to order more nappies to I really want to do more of this acting work and I'm struggling with the fact that I don't get out to do this with suddenly, but oh, I haven't done dinner tonight. You know, our brains jump around like that all the time and this is normal as part of being human. So allowing ourselves sometimes the grace to go, okay, Even if I head down this route, it doesn't mean it's forever. If a new idea comes my way, I am free to change direction. And if I don't like it, I can change direction again. And to sometimes physically, when you're feeling overwhelmed, put into practice the act of turning your actual body around. When you're discussing a difficult point with someone you love or you're working with and it's hard... You know, you don't have to be seriously dramatic about it. It might look a bit weird. You say, hang on a minute. And then you physically face the wall. But there is something about adjusting your body which can help free up your thinking and give you new ideas, new thoughts on the subject or a third way. So often we get stuck in it. It's either or. And yet there's almost always a third way. Sometimes there are many more than just three. And if we don't get ourselves trapped in the idea that everything heads in one direction... We give ourselves permission to chop and change and turn with where things go. You can find yourself having taken a really interesting scenic route. You can find yourself in somewhere entirely new. You can find yourself exactly where you were headed to go, but you just did a little back and forth dance on it. Or you can just know that you have more confidence about the choices and the direction you've gone in. I would love for you to know that you do not have to get stuck. That no matter how difficult your circumstances, there are always nuances of direction change within every decision, within every circumstance and situation. No, you're not always in a position where everything can change. But moment to moment, thought to thought, there is always some room for wiggle and and freedom of new life and new ideas that can pop up through physically and just mentally holding that space of I can change direction there's a new thought it can take me in a new direction maybe you're doing something with your kids and it feels really new and scary because you're going in a new direction that's okay you can always change direction again if this doesn't work considering something that feels wildly radical and a bit scary and out there doesn't mean that you're trapped in it forever going on a date doesn't mean you're trapped in it forever it's just a date Trying a new hobby or a new group of something doesn't mean you're trapped in it forever. It's just one go and you can find out whether or not it works for you and then do the next thing. You can always change direction and go, this doesn't work, I'm going to try something else. So my hope for you this week is that you will feel confident to consider that you are not stuck. That you are allowing yourself the chance to sometimes physicalize what is going on in your head to give you greater freedom and greater agency over those decisions and choices. And that you give yourself permission to explore a new thought to its fullest without feeling like you're going to be trapped in it because there is always room for change. 
And if you enjoyed this podcast and you would like to hear more, then there obviously are the rest of the pods. Have a look through. I'm on Apple and Spotify and Google um, Podcasts and Stitcher, most of the places. So check it out. But also, if you're interested in hearing more, I will be writing my monthly newsletter, Connect, Create and Resonate, which is coming up soon. So the link is in the show notes to sign up for that. I share links of things I found really helpful, book recommendations, any ideas of upcoming projects and you also get a monthly download that you could use for your phone or to print out of a piece of original art and some words either poetry or just a thought or a quote or something that I think has been either going around in my head or might really bless you and that comes as a free gift every time every month so it'd be great if you signed up and joined me there you can also find me on all the social media places so check out the links in the show notes and i look forward to speaking to you again have a wonderful week full of connection joy and creativity god bless